Conspiracy theorists were right about climate lockdowns. Commentary. Well, folks, I really hate to say this, but it's another win for the conspiracy theorists. They can take off their tinfoil hats and take a deep bow. Yet another one of their outrageous predictions is coming true. For anyone keeping score, sadly the scorecard is rather one sided. I think the count is something like conspiracy theorists equals 1 million wins versus logic and normalcy equals zero wins. Boy how I wish we could win some on the logic and normalcy scale. So, I acknowledge that I do have a rather dry sense of humor. I throw sarcasm in there a bunch. A couple of my friends tell me they cannot always tell when I'm being serious or if I'm joking. This makes me think that quite a few of you will be wondering, is she serious or is she joking with the title to her article? To that I answer, I will tell you what I know, and then you decide. On January 13, our unfortunate governor of New York, Kathy Hochul, issued a travel ban for an entire county. You read that correctly. No, not a travel advisory, but a full-on travel ban. Meaning, New Yorkers in Erie County are forbidden from going anywhere. What's another name for that? Well, if you live in a rural or very suburban area, where driving on a road is the way you get from point A to point B, then I would say a synonym would be lockdown. And what was Dictator Hochul's, I mean Governor Hochul's, reason for this lockdown of close to 1 million New Yorkers that live in Erie County? Wait for it. Ready? It was going to snow. For anyone who does not live in New York, or who has never been to western New York in the winter, that area of our state gets a lot of snow. Often. And yet, the governor thinks everyone living there is so ignorant, they must be confined to their homes until she says it's safe for them to rejoin the world again. Either that, or she's just testing you to see how far she can take her totalitarian desires. Or both. For all the keyboard critics who love to jump in and twist my words, I'll cut you off at the pass and say that I am not admonishing a governor's desire to keep people safe in the wake of a storm. That's not at all what I am saying. If a natural disaster is approaching, people should be warned, emergency services ready to roll, and help made readily available. Encourage people to stock up, stay home, and hunker down? For sure. Forbid people from leaving their homes? No. There is a big difference between caring about New Yorkers' safety and wanting to control people. Huge. And in fact, Hochul was banning people from leaving their homes even if it was not snowing. Sound unbelievable? It sure does. But remember in my previous article, I cited an ancient Greek philosopher, Heraclitus, who fittingly said, the truth often evades being recognized due to its utter incredibility. Put another way, when something is so outrageous, it is often cast aside as untrue. Well, here's what comrade Kathy posted on her Twitter on January 13. She went on to post several other times about the snow and her travel ban. I was actually encouraged to read that most of the comments she received were negative, logical rebuttals to her power grab. Here are a few. Okay, so digging a bit into travel bans, you'll recognize that there have been travel bans based on big storms in the past here in New York. However, those are issued by the local government after a state of emergency is declared.
They are not issued by the governor, nor are they issued without an emergency declaration. By the way, the travel ban was still in effect for most of Erie County on January 14. Anybody surprised? Does anyone see the correlation here between government overreach, their quest for centralized power, and their fearmongering? It's the same thing the governor and her Department of Health have been doing with their hideous quarantine camp regulation that I have been fighting in court for nearly two years now. The name of that case is Borello v. Hotchell, and you can read the details and case history here. Connecting the dots to the analysis at hand, you will note that the quarantine camp regulation tried to take the power from judges who have the authority to temporarily quarantine sick, dangerous people and shift that power to unelected, statewide, DOH employees and appointees who have zero accountability to we the people. Under their quarantine camp regulation, the governor and her DOH would have centralized control over 19 million New Yorkers. To force you to lock down in your home, or they could force you to go to a quarantine center/slash facility/slash camp, without any proof you are sick, indefinitely, with no procedure by which you can regain your freedom, and with no declared state of emergency. The fear factor used to try to justify the authoritarian power grab here is the threat of death. If we don't lock people up who are possibly exposed to a disease, then you might die. Swap out possibly exposed to a disease and put in its stead unclean. What does that make you think of? My next question Do you see any similarities here to Hochul's probably illegal climate lockdown? I say probably illegal because I couldn't find the supposed legal authority that she's relying upon to prohibit people from driving. If you know what she is relying upon, feel free to post it in my Substack comment section below the post. Before you draw your own final conclusion about all this, I will add one last thing for you to consider. In December, a month before Hochul issued this Erie County travel ban, the county executive, Mark Polencars, set up an online portal so residents could check and see if they would be deemed essential workers and thus exempt from any futuristic travel bans. Oh, and he coordinated with their partners in the federal government to come up with the list. Sound familiar, folks? Remember Governor Cuomo's COVID 19 lockdown, which lasted for months, and all the essential workers that he exempted? Here's an article about Erie's coincidentally just in time for a travel ban portal. Erie County's new online portal will identify essential workers exempt from travel bans. So, after taking in all that, is it 1 million to 1? Or is it 1 million and 1 to 0? Originally published on the author's Substack, reposted from the Brownstone Institute.